Deacon Frederick Bartels. Dr. Taylor Marshall revealed in a March 6th video that he recently experienced a vision of the church as mother of the faithful. Dr. Marshall confided in the video that he's been prideful, judgmental, worried, and concerned about the present state of the church and the various public scandals of late, many of which have been openly perpetrated by members of the clergy. After receiving the sacrament of penance or confession, Dr. Marshall said he was involved in an examination of conscience the following evening when he experienced a vision in which he saw a beautiful, blonde-haired woman who lay ill in bed. I immediately discerned that she was Holy Mother Church, Dr. Marshall said. In the video, he speaks about how this beautiful woman, breasts swollen with milk, looked poisoned. It appeared as if she, as Mother Church, desired to feed her faithful and hungry children with the milk of truth and life, but could not do so because it would be harmful to them. However, that is not the case. Dr. Marshall was misunderstanding the symbolism in the vision. Next, he tells us, I heard a voice, God or angel, I don't know. It said to me, no, the milk is still pure. I realized that the sacramental graces, the dogma, the doctrine, the morality, all of that in the church is pure, said Dr. Marshall. There is poison in the church, he continued. The church is hurting. There's always been some poison in the church. The milk is pure. The sacramental graces of Holy Mother Church are pure. Any corruption that enters the church does not affect the milk flow. It's important to understand the reality of the church, her divine institution and guidance, her purpose and mission, and how the moral failings of her members, both clergy and laity alike, affect the church and, in fact, the entire world without essentially corrupting the integrity and nature of the church. Dr. Taylor's vision provides a glimpse into the reality of the church. Although Holy Mother Church is scarred externally, she remains interiorly pure, although she suffers illness in her members, the food she offers and the sacraments of life remains undefiled, healthy, and life-giving. Although sinners within her fold may misrepresent and obscure her message, her words nevertheless are always accessible, infallible, and the true words of life. The sins of the members of the church, something we find present in her earliest days and narrated in Scripture, do violence to her but cannot destroy her, nor can they bring an end to her divinely constituted mission as Christ's instrument of salvation in the world. Christ promised that the gates of hell would never prevail against His church, as Matthew's Gospel, chapter 16, tells us. Regardless of the sins of her members, the church remains the bride of Christ and the mother of the faithful, a fact which rests on the divine and certain promise of the incarnate Son of God. This means that the official teaching of the church is true, trustworthy, reliable, and certain. It means also that the sacraments of the church do indeed confer the treasury of God's grace, truth, and life to those who receive them in faith. The church is a heavenly and earthly, invisible and visible divine and human reality 
that is herself the body of Christ. In a real way, the church is Christ. The members of the church, by virtue of baptism and the other sacraments of initiation, which confer the gift of the Holy Spirit, form the mystical and physical body of Christ as one community of faith. Therefore, the faithful are made members of Christ's body through the communication or infusion of the Spirit of God into their souls. This sublime event occurs initially through faith in the regenerative and recreative sacrament of baptism. The sacraments of the church, then, bring the physical body of Christ into being. In this way, we can say that the church is the mother of the faithful. It is through her celebration of the sacraments that men are made one with Christ's body, configured to him, and made to share in his everlasting life, as the prayer during anointing with the oil of chrism and the rite of baptism teaches. Henry de Lubac, a theologian who participated at the Second Vatican Council, wrote in his book, The Splendor of the Church, quote, No children without a mother, no people without leaders, no acquired sanctity without a sanctifying power and a labor of sanctification, no effective union in divine life without a passing on of that life, no communion of saints, that is, of holy ones, without a communication of holy things, and similarly, no constituted assembly without a constitution, which includes a hierarchy. As Vatican II noted in Gaudium et Spes, the Church is the sacrament of salvation. She is the visible instrument through whom is communicated God's grace and truth to all people. Additionally, the Church is the Spirit-guided institution, preordained by God the Father and willed from eternity as an instrument of salvation for all. She is foreshadowed from the dawn of time and established by the incarnate Son of God as His kingdom in its seed and beginning. As the Catechism of the Church reminds us, quote, Christians of the first centuries said the world was created for the sake of the Church. God created the world for the sake of communion with His divine life, a communion brought about by the convocation of men in Christ, and this convocation is the Church. The Church is the goal of all things, and God permitted such painful upheavals as the angels fall and man's sin only as occasions and means for displaying all the power of his arm and the whole measure of the love he wanted to give the world. Just as God's will is creation and is called the world, so his intention is the salvation of men, and it is called the church. End quote. The church is a manifestation of the wise, perfectly good, and loving plan of the Father in time. Guided by the Holy Spirit, her words of truth transmit the teaching of Christ, who is himself absolute and perfect truth. God's providence did not overlook nor dismiss the sins of humankind, but rather takes up that sin in Christ and, by virtue of his saving paschal mystery, brings healing and forgiveness. The church is God's plan for truth and grace and life, for restoration and the fullness of human life. 
The Second Vatican Council spoke of the church as a mystery because she comes from God. As God is mystery, so too is Christ's church. Part of this mystery is the dynamic between the church's sinful members and the reality of the church as a pure, holy, undefiled mother who directs her faithful children to life eternal. A compassionate mother who feeds her children with the words of truth and the sacraments of life. Whatever the failings of the church's members, whether clergy or laity, the church is indeed the plan of God as the instrument of salvation for humanity collectively. The church is the new Jerusalem, the city of truth, and the home of humanity, through whom God divinizes men and raises them to a participation in his own divine life. God bless you.